This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. And welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host today, Vanessa, and I'm really happy to be here talking to you all about our second part of our four-part Te Whare Tapa Whā series. So today we're going to talk all about Taha Tinana, so your physical well-being. And so there's going to be so many cool things to talk about. But before I get into all of that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about a sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoroa and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress South and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health and you think, hey, Progress to Health sounds like something to be really helpful for myself or for someone else. I do play that ad at the end of the show. So stick around and you'll be able to grab all those details down and make contact. So to Fari Tapafa. So if there's any chance that you ha- you missed last week's uh, show on Fighting Stigma and so you didn't hear our first uh, episode on this four-part series, we talked about taha hinenaro, so your mental and emotional well-being last week. And so I'm just going to give you a quick synopsis of what Te Whare Tapafa is, so in case you're finding us for the first time and you haven't heard about Te Whare Tapafa before, uh, and also just to rejog your memory, because I know it's been a week. So Te Whare Tapafa, originally designed by Summation Jury, and it's a Māori model of health, and it's just fantastic. So it's based on the idea of four cornerstones of well-being. So if you picture a whare, so a house, so there's four walls or four corners, uh, depending on which kind of one you read, it's like they use either the wall or the cornerstone, uh, so the corner pillars, uh, it, either one 
works, like because there's four of them if you have a very basic um, Fareso house. And so you have four walls and the roof. And so Tifari Tapafa talks about how each wall represents a different part of our well being and what we need to look after in our life. And it's we're not just physical bodies. So today we're talking about Taha Tinana, which is our physical well being. But last week we talked about Taha Hinerao, which is your mental and emotional well being. And there's Taha Wairua, which is your spiritual well being, which is going to be the fourth part of our series. And there's Taha Fano, which is your social well-being, which we'll be doing next week on um, Fighting Stigma Show. So if you picture, uh, so sometimes when I've been describing Te Whare Tapa to people, the easiest way to kind of picture how it works is if you picture a house of cards. So you literally got four cards that you're standing upright, making the, the walls, and then you've got another two cards balancing on top of that, making the roof. So each wall is a different part of your well-being. So your mental and emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health, your social health. Each of those walls needs to be strong and steady and reasonably well looked after, so they're kind of the same height, so that your life, so your the roof can be sitting on it nice and straight and like you can have it, it can be sealed, like it can be going well, it can be doing its job. So in life, that's actually like, you know, you're not having leaks, like life's going well, right? And so... If you picture one of those walls, if it gets damaged, one what happens is that it actually puts strain on your life and it actually puts strain on the other areas, like the other walls, right? And what you might find is like if in a house, if you actually have damage to one of the walls, you might have a leak, you might get rodents, like things don't go well, right? And it doesn't work well. But in, when we're using the analogy of that, if, say, my physical health gets upset so it's cold and flu season right now there's COVID going around if you get really sick that's your physical well-being but that will affect your mental and emotional well-being maybe you get really depressed uh, if you're sick for too long Um, it definitely affects your whānau your social well-being because actually depending on like what you had planned you can't go out and do the things you normally would do you can't be around people you might not be able to go to work those sort of things like it really affects a lot of other stuff going on around you it's not just one space but it's also tifari tapafar I think the really important thing great thing with it is that it shows the importance of looking after all aspects of our well-being, not just one. So not just our physical well-being or not just our emotional well-being, not just looking after all the people in our lives. It's really about you have to find what works for you, what makes a difference in all of those areas and do those things. So what we're going to focus on today is taha tinana, so your physical well-being. Now, so often when we talk about how do you look after yourself, people start talking about things that fit into taha tinana because actually we're human beings, we're bodies. It's kind of the easy one, isn't it? It's the one that we can think of first because some of the things that are really simple when you're thinking about physical well-being is it's just straight right there, isn't it? It's like you need to make sure... That to look after your taha tinana, you need to be active, eat well, know what to do if something goes wrong, and look after the different parts of your body. And especially if you're someone who has um, health issues, looking after those specific things that are going on. But I'm going to go into a little bit more kind of like in-depth stuff because that's really just really shorthand, isn't it? It's like, you know, Vanessa just says you have to eat well and be active and look after ourselves. Well, that's easy. And it's, you know, not doing it for me. (laughs) 
as when any time I talk about Tifari Tapafa, there is always going to be some ones that I talk about that are just very straightforward, very most people have this in some form. Uh, your way of looking after that or the action you do may be slightly different to others, but it's a reasonable, similar thing. And then there'll be a whole bunch of ones that are very specific to you that make a difference for your well-being in that area. So what do you do to look after your physical health? What do you do to look after your body? What makes a difference for you? Because actually everyone is totally different. If you are someone like me, I am overweight, I have asthma, I have allergies, I get hay fever like crazy, I want to be physically active but I haven't been so everything hurts. Like what I do to look after my body will be quite different who's someone who's physically active, works a full-time physically active job, who maybe does trains and does marathons, you know, that what they do to look after their body will look quite different to what I do but kind of the baseline underneath, the reason for it will be exactly the same, which is that to look after our body, look after our physical well-being, so we have a good as life as possible, right? So the first one, we always talk about eating well, right? I always start with eating well. I know when I did that short little synopsis, I did, I think being active was first, but I actually think eating well is the first one because actually it's very like you can't go a day generally you should not go a day without having any food right and eating well can look quite different for all of us depending on what's going on where we are in life um, maybe who's around us what's actually available what you can afford what you have time for it can be really important just to have a think about what how are we going with feeding ourselves well right and what does well look like for us because if you're someone who, as I said, like someone who does marathons, maybe you're six foot four and you weigh over 200 kilos, the amount of food you need to eat will look quite different to someone who's, you know, 60 kilos and doesn't do really big active stuff. They do yoga, right? The amount of calories you need, the amount of like input, the amount of protein you need, it will look quite different. But it's actually, you still need to eat, Right. And we all talk about the five fruits and vegetables a day, getting enough water, like so it's, it's like eight glasses of water. Like knowing what makes a difference for your body. Um, I as I may have talked previously in the past, I am allergic to dairy, so I can't have dairy. It's really important for me, for my physical well-being, and it definitely affects my like my mental, emotional well-being, if I have dairy, I get really, really sinusy and I feel really sick, and it's for several days. And it just makes me feel miserable. Like I just don't feel good, right? And so it brings down my mood. So it affects a whole bunch of me. So that's me. But other people, you know, having dairy products is not an issue. But it's actually making a plan and working out what makes the biggest difference. And I'm not going to say go out and only eat fruits and vegetables, go be vegan, do anything like that. But if you are that, do some research, find out, make sure that you're getting enough protein, enough vitamin B12, and because there is lots of ways to do that and it's not actually an issue. You just have to think further ahead than just sort of removing things from your diet. You have to work out what you're replacing stuff with. Now, I always say that um, in New Zealand we're really lucky that uh, we have such a uh, we have an abundance of food, but it is definitely a thing to be aware of right now is that obviously food costs are going up just with everything in the world. And so it can be really hard and it can be really quite daunting trying to work out how to eat healthy while on a budget. 
So I may do a show later down the track about some ways to be able to do that. But have a look online. Have a look at your library. Uh, talk to your local Citizens Advice Bureau. Find some, see if there's any blogs or any people, ask people in your life, like what what are your favorite things that you do that actually make great meals that don't cost too much? I can totally, totally recommend the Heart Foundation of New Zealand's uh, little cookbooks that they have. So they have uh, Cheap Eats, uh, Full of Beans, and there's a couple of other ones. Those are the ones off the top of my head that I know and I've used. And they have recipes in there that are simple to make, really yummy, and they don't cost a fortune. And it's really, really good. Because actually, one of the base, like, the baseline things we need to do to look after our taha tinana is eat well. And we need to give our body the fuel, so food and water, to be able to keep going, right? It makes a huge, huge difference. But then the next one is being active. Now, they a lot of places talk about being active, and it's definitely one of the five ways to well-being. So it's kind of the easiest way to describe it. Because I try not to use the word exercise, because a lot of people have a reaction to exercise <laughs> similar to mine, which is like, I don't like exercise, uh, for whatever reason. But it's I quite often call it movement. So what's your movement you do? Because actually it's really important. We have to remember that our body is made up of a whole lot of muscles. There's a whole lot of different systems that are going on. And actually you need to keep using them or else you lose them. And I can say this from personal experience because I hurt my back about six years ago and I stopped being as physically active as I was. I wasn't hugely physically active, but I did walk around and carry things and do stuff like I was doing stuff and I just couldn't for like the next year or so and then what happened is not only was I having residue pain from the injury and I ended up re-injuring myself but actually all of my muscle tone left all of my fitness left so it's got progressively worse over the six years and now it's got to the point where I was doing so little that I've actually hurt my knee and now I've got arthritis in my knee which is not directly related to not having done stuff that's a real uh family thing like we've definitely genetically arthritis of the knees is kind of a thing that we get but I possibly have brought it on sooner because of my lack of care and looking after my body so and lack of looking lack of doing being active and doing things and doing movement so it's really important to work out what movement what activity being active looks like for you and making a way of getting it into your life because that makes such a difference. We've got to put the fuel in and then we've got to use some of it because it kind of recharges our battery. Like who's ever done some exercise and gone, hey, I'm really tired, but I feel really good. I always talk about doing exercise is like driving your car. It's like having a good alternator, which is the thing that when you're driving your car, it charges your battery, right? So if you never drive your car, your battery goes, slowly goes dead. Like if you've ever had it for some reason you haven't used your car and you've gone to turn it on, the battery's died, it's because you haven't been running it, you haven't been using it, it hasn't charged the battery and the battery's slowly gone flat. And so what ha- our bodies do that. Like the more we don't use them, the more the muscles kind of go away and our ability to get up and do goes away, right? The battery goes flat and I'll get up and go. I always make that joke, my get up and go, got up and went, left me behind. But it is that, isn't it? Like we haven't been doing stuff, so we haven't recharged that battery to keep ourselves going. So what are the exercise? What is the activity that, what is the movement that makes a difference for you? Are you someone who likes going for runs? Are you someone who likes swimming? Is it playing around with the kids? Is it going hiking? Is it doing gardening? Is it doing yard work? Is chopping wood? Uh, do you do yoga? Do you do Pilates? What do you, what is it, the things that you do 
that is the physical exercise is the being active, the getting out there. And it's really interesting to talk about what physical activity might look like because some people have this real thing, oh, it means I have to go to the gym, right? It's like, no, it can be anything. So any activity is better than none. And raising your heart rate is the good thing, whichever way you manage to do it, right? So some experts say just doing something fun and active with people you like is enough to make you happier, right? And it's definitely enough to keep your body going. So it could be about joining a sports club. It could be about joining a walking group. It could be about going for a walk through the local park with your family. It could be running around the backyard, chasing a football with the kids, like a soccer ball with the kids, right? Like what is the thing that you do that keeps you moving? Because it's actually like you have to be able to do it and want to do it because otherwise it's not going to happen, right? And the next one that we want to talk about is knowing if something's not right. So like what are the different things you could do? So sometimes people talk about things they do to look after the tahati nana is they go to their GP regularly. They might take medications. Uh, some people have to eat certain foods or avoid certain foods. Some people have to do certain exercises or avoid certain exercises. I know I need to do a lot of stretches for the various things that I've hurt over the years. And if I do that regularly, it makes a huge difference. Uh, maybe it's going to the dentist, like we should all be going to the dentist. I think they say every six months, but I know that's possibly out of our wheelhouse for budget for some of us. But it's actually like cleaning your teeth twice a day, flossing every day, uh, doing that sort of thing. Uh, what other things do you do to look after your physical well-being? What do you do to feed your taha tinana? And you'll know for yourself, right? What are the things that just make your body feel good? For me, I have a back massager, so it's just like a little portable thing that I find makes a huge, huge difference when my muscles are really sore and locked up from the various things that are going on. Uh, soaking in the bath like is amazing. Uh, it's really great for my mental and emotional health as well, but it's really, really good for my body. Um, as I said, I get allergies. So I take antihistamines every single day and I try to make sure I always carry around an EpiPen. So if I have a, a major allergic reaction to something, I've got the EpiPen on me. Uh, but also with that, sometimes I'll get a reaction such that my body, like all of my skin, like everywhere, uh, feels super, super itchy. And so actually having a bath with certain essential oils in it means that my skin stops feeling like I need to scratch it off because um, it gets really intense. And those are things that lots of other people don't have. But that's for me is really important things to look after my taha Because obviously, as you can imagine, your skin and muscles, it's a large amount of your body, right? Um, I know some people, what they do is they don't drink alcohol because they know it makes them not feel good or maybe they've had um, have issues with their liver in the past. So they know actually they just know alcohol is a really good way to go. Um, I know some people who have had issues with their gallbladder or they've had their gallbladder removed, so they have to cut down or be really mindful. It's not cut out, but be mindful of the amount of oil and fat intake they have because not having a gallbladder means that makes a real difference to how they look after themselves and what happens, right? Um, one of my things is I wear glasses, which I guess you might not think about it as something that's to do with your physical well-being, right? But I can't see. My eyes don't work as well as other people. So if I don't wear my glasses, I walk into stuff, like constantly. I wouldn't be able to drive because like, I could see only just past the, the bonnet of the car, which is definitely not enough if you're actually driving. And it's like, that's I wear glasses every day. 
that's something that I have to look after. Are you someone who, do you shower every day or do you shower every other day? Do you only like having a bath? Do you only like having a sink wash? Because actually the idea of being in an enclosed space is not good. Because sometimes you have to think about what are the things you need to do to look after your your well-being, physical well-being, but while being good and looking after your mental and emotional well-being. Because there's some stuff that happens that interacts with each other, right? So not only is like listening to music that you really enjoy uplift your mood, but it might get you moving, right? You might have a dance around. So that's actually brings your heart rate up. So that's really good for your, your taha hinenaro, but also your taha tinana, right? So it's like, what are they combined together? But if you're someone who actually finds being in enclosed spaces isn't good or you uh, being under running water is not good or whatever it is, like you have to find a different way to wash yourself. So you do that because otherwise you're not looking after your taha hinenaro, not looking after your mental and emotional well-being, right? So you've got to make sure whatever you choose fits really well for you. Now, there is no right or wrong with any of these because it needs to be for you. Because everyone's individual. Like, as I said, there's real baseline stuff, but how that effect happens in your world will be different for you, be specific for you. Everyone interacts with the world, everyone has different things going on. And what is really important when you're thinking about Tifari Tapafa is what can I do to look after me? Not how do I recreate what this person over here has done. Like definitely listen and talk to people and get ideas from other people, but then just try it on as a suggestion. Don't take it as the word of law that you have to go do. Because I think it's really important to remind ourselves that we don't have to fit into someone else's box. We just have to find what works for us and try our best to make that happen in our world. But that being said, sometimes we actually just don't even know where to turn to, what to do, how to, what to do next, because actually maybe your physical well-being is like falling through the floor and you've actually been sick lately and so your mental and emotional health is not doing great and you're just like, I just need to talk to someone, it's all going horribly wrong, I don't know what to do and actually not sure where to reach out to. So what I'm going to do right now is a series of, I share a series of support lines. Now I do this at the end of every single show, so if you miss it right now, you can come back next week to listen to Fighting Stigma on Thursday on Free FM 89.0 at midday on Thursday, but you can also find us on podcasts. So you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on accessmedia.nz app, you can also find us on the Free FM website on freefm.org.nz, just look up Fighting Stigma. Uh, just check your wherever you get podcasts from. I know we're on Apple Podcasts, but have a look on the other ones, whatever you do, whatever you, wherever you get your podcasts from, have a look for Fighting Stigma and see if you can find them. But while you're thinking about all that, grab a pen and paper and write some of these support lines down. So if you even need them, you've got them. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called. So need to talk? 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24-7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and their service is completely free so if you're feeling anxious or um, run down depressed needing to talk to someone give them a call or give them a text 1737
The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now, the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around, like the um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So, Depression Helpline, 0800 111 757. Now, they're the other, if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8 a.m. in the morning to midnight. And they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now, the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line. It's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family, and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line. It's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health, and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening. You're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whanau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Totoko, which is 0508 828 865. Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. hope that series of support lines is helpful and you managed to grab some of those down. If you missed any, as I said, come back and listen to the Fighting Stigma show next week. But that's all I have time for today, so hopefully you've got a few ideas of how to look after your taha tinana, your physical well-being. And next week we're going to be covering taha wairua, your spiritual well-being. 
But from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.